Hey, thanks for tuning in. It's J-Rom. So today I want to talk to you about something a little different. Um, it's definitely brain related and I think I want to talk about mental control. Control over your ability to process things that are happening around you and not succumbing to it. So today was a really interesting day for me. Um, I've been looking at places to move out to, so I'm in the middle of moving out. I've been job hunting. I quit my previous job and uh, help my mom move into a new apartment which I'm going to help her move into today and I was helping my roommates also move out of the current place that we're living in. So in my personal life there's a lot of things going on and there's a lot of uncertainty and I think that uncertainty is something that we all have in common in our personal lives because most of the time things have a structure and the pattern like we know how our day is going to go usually if we have a regular 9 to 5 job Monday to Friday is planned out for us go visit the family on the weekend or go party on the weekend. People generally have a set structure, but when you're trying to make changes in your life and you have goals that you're trying to go after, it becomes a little different. Um, the reason being is because your reptilian brain, again, kicks in and is afraid of the change that is happening. You don't know where your next income is going to come in. You don't know how the next place you're going to be living in is going to feel like. You don't know the new people that are going to be coming into your life. It feels like it's a risky move, but like I said in previous podcasts, these are not the prehistoric times. This is 2018, the era of the modern civilization. So what do we do with all these things we have in our head? Well, the uncertainty is something that can be alleviated if you talk to a community or a group of friends will always give you the positive feedback that you need to go ahead and forward in your life. The reason this is important is because a lot of times we can't trust our own judgments and our own thoughts. When it comes to emotions and and making decisions based, under stre- uh, based on stressful situations, we are not good at doing that. In fact, today I learned from an interview from Tom Bilyeu that when we undergo change in our lives, especially to a high degree, There's a lot of anxiety that happens to us, and that anxiety, the worst thing about that anxiety is the physiological changes that happen to us. So what happens? Well, if you think, for example, what happens to you if you get anxious about something? Basically, you start to sort of retreat into your own, your comfortable state. Your body might contract a little bit into the fetal position or something close to that. Um, Or maybe on a more milder scale, you just start sweating bullets. The interesting thing about this, especially in the brain, is that when you become anxious, physiologically speaking, you get less blood flow to the brain. And that is where you need the blood flow the most, especially into your neocortex. When you become anxious, blood actually flows away from the neocortex and you start making less less rational decisions. That's why I think when you ask a girl out on a date or if you ask out somebody for or you ask somebody for a promotion or there's something in your personal life that you're trying to do um, and there's a risk of failure the blood rushes away from the neocortex so what's something that you can try to do to alleviate this well the first thing like they say do the same thing over and over again until you build a tolerance to it so for example if you're afraid of girls rejecting you what should you do you should ask out a bunch more girls now it won't be necessarily pleasurable or fun, but the more you're able to physiologically condition your brain to do, sorry, the more you're able to physiologically condition yourself to not react to the way the brain reacts in stressful situations, the more likely you are to succeed in any aspect of your life. Uh, Interviews, if you do interviews a lot, you know, job interviews in particular, 
and you start really forming those pathways and, the, and regulating the blood flow, especially during anxious times, to the neocortex, you will do a lot better. Now to start off, there's something that I'd like to recommend, and that recommendation is meditation. Meditation allows you to focus on your breathing, amongst other things, your flexibility, and ultimately, if you think about it, it is all to do with blood flow. When you are in a stressful situation, what I recommend to my friends, like you, is to breathe. You must breathe from the diaphragm, from the deep parts of the lungs. The best way to kind of figure this out is that when you breathe, breathing allows blood flow to come back to your body and to have it regulate all across your systems. Blood is important. Blood transfer, transfers oxygen and nutrients to your cells to help them do what they need to do. The best way to check, as I mentioned earlier, the best way to look at, uh, the best way to change the way that you're doing things is to lay down, change the way that you're breathing, lay down, put one hand on your chest and one hand on your belly, and try to see if when you breathe in and out, that the lower abdomen is actually contracting more than the top chest. And when you'll notice this, you're actually going to be breathing a lot deeper and a lot uh, from deeper regions within your diaphragm and your being. That allows you to take deeper breaths and get more oxygen and blood flow to more of your body. And what happens when you control your physiological response and you take deeper breaths, you actually increase the blood flow that was normally shifting away from the neocortex. Pretty amazing, right? Pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. So meditation as a key to overcome physiological stress due to anxiety in the brain, I believe this is good for you and me. So breathe, 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 and make sure you're doing what you need to do to make the best decisions, the best choices when it comes to your anxiety. Now, going back to the earlier topic, the reptilian brain, when we try to overcome change, one of the factors is anxiety. People cannot overcome that barrier of anxiety because they don't know what is happening to them. They don't know what the changes are, changes are that are going to happen to them in personal life. They don't know who is going to do it, what's going to happen, and why they're doing it. They do know the why, but the other stuff doesn't make sense. So the breathing exercise that I mentioned for meditation, you can also apply it to your habit-changing patterns. This is really important. This is really important. You don't want to go back to the old ways because there's a part of you that wanted to progress and overcome the way that you've been living for such a long time. So by breathing, you're able to control your... Uh, as mentioned in the in the previous episode, actually, your c- predictable mental state, your predictable mental state, you can detach it from your from your from your body by using meditation and controlling your physiological response to the stress. That way, under high stress situations, you can think, you can think, you can think, you can use the brain that was working when you were chilling to go ahead and help you achieve your goals that you've been sitting on for a long time. One thing you'll notice too is sometimes when you meet an old friend after a long period of time, you don't know how much time has gone by. This should tell you that as humans, we're really poor at measuring things, especially something as abstract yet measurable as time. If we just go in our normal routines, we have comfort. It is supposed to be from the reptilian brain. Habits formed successful and longer lifespans. Not today anymore. In fact, it's becoming a detriment and we have to unlearn that. The reptilian brain is actually causing, for the most part, a detriment to our growth. If we cannot achieve the things we need to do by breaking our patterns, you can blame the reptilian brain, for, but think at first that, hey, I kept you alive for so long, 
I kept your generation, your, your, your great great ancestors are left for so long, but here I might not be as useful, and that's okay. So first tank it, and then attack it. Say, hey, you do not control my growth. And that's what's important, especially in our society today. A lot of people don't have the ability to create original content, and they don't have the ability to have their voice be heard. Because for some reason, throughout their entire lifespan, they have been part of a systemic problem. People around them, their friends, family, teachers, whoever, tell them that they should stifle their voice and be a part of the system, make a paycheck, and then go eventually on retirement and then die. Which is, I mean, for some people, a good life, and that is okay. I mean, if that brings you happiness, what I'm advocating on this podcast is that you should do what makes you happy. But what I'm advocating to them is the same thing. However, your goals and my goals and their goals are a lot different. If we were to be average, we would be going through this self-torturous process of trying to make things happen, trying to over- understand the brain, overcome anxiety, and make things move in the direction we want. Thanks for tuning in today. Again, I'm J-Rom. I'll catch you on the next episode. Cheers.